What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be an action-packed beer show here on 1500 ESPN. As always, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com and now available on Podcast One. My name is Chris Reavers. And by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? Uh, I'm doing well, and I love Thursday nights. And uh, we've got a lot of people, a lot of familiar faces here in studio. So let's kick things off with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Folks, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. And some of us have been there twice since the last time this show aired. <laughs> uh, located in uh, South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd. And in Wiper Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown Wiper Lake. And Ryan is here this evening. How are you? I am really good. You know, these are my favorite shows. I love having the new guys on. I love exploring some of these new breweries. But whenever we get a chance to not only have one of my favorite breweries on, but one of my favorite people yep. representing one of my favorite breweries, it, it just couldn't be better. And uh, that person is Ben Quam with oh, the bench geez, paddle. that's me. It is you. Uh, we don't like you at all, Ben, by the way. You're the I'm worst. terrible. So uh, I'm looking at something that I thought was familiar, and I asked you about this off the air, because at the State Fair, you introduced me to... The cold press black, but for this is something you, different. For all of you listening at home, he's just staring at my chest. That's what exactly you guys what that. Uh, yeah. So actually, this is uh, this is it right here. This is uh, double shot, double black. This is the first bottle of the 2017 vintage right here in the beautiful oh Twin my. Cities. Uh, the cold press black that you had, which was spectacular. This is the double shot, double black version of that. So it is double the cold press. It is double the Madagascar whole vanilla bean, and then aged in bourbon barrels for fifteen months. So when is this released in the in the market? Uh, it is hitting the Twin Cities uh, on Monday, and then will be released as such. Uh, very very limited in, in supply. So if you have your favorite bottle shop. A la elevated beer, wine, and spirits. Uh, you should really do your best to be friends with everybody working there, so that they can give you the tip of the hat of when it's going to go up. So it goes fast, Ryan. This is going to be a case where they're they're lined up out your out your door before you even open. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. You no, know, this beer in particular has just risen through the ranks in terms of those whales that we we uh, we release every year. You know, it's it's up there. It's almost uh, on the same level as those darknesses and bourbon counties. And honestly, they're they're harder to get. Than those beers, and that that says a lot, you know. So people will be lined up, people will snap these up quickly. So make sure that you get out to elevate it on Monday when this beer is released to grab yours. And it's just seven fifties, you know, the the wax tipped seven fifties, I guess. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As far as off sale goes, there will be uh, some draft pouring uh, going on around the cities. Uh, really, really limited. Again, we have some events that are going to be coming up starting now and going through January, February. Uh, we have a couple accounts that actually are still sitting on theirs from last year because they wanted to wait and do a, a two-year flight. So hmm. you'll see that stuff. Uh, we're going to do our best to make sure that everybody in our field knows everything that we're doing, um, just to make sure that that as many people get it. Uh, and to all of my my giant beer nerd fans out there, uh, we actually doubled the amount that we made this year. But because our presence has grown in the the upper Midwest. Um, there's just more going out there. Mm -hmm. So we are making more every year. We're trying to keep up with it uh, without flooding the market, but uh, we're going to see how far a double batch goes. Two-part question for both you, Ryan from Elevated, and you, Ben Quam from Bent Paddle. So I'm looking at the double shot, double black. Obviously, you guys at Bent Paddle make phenomenal beer. That goes without saying. But why Why is this as popular as it is? Is it a, is it a trend? Is it a shift in 
what we're looking at and what we view at. I, I, I'm just I'm just curious what leads to this type of demand for this type of beer. Well, I think everything that I say is going to be a little bit biased, so I'm going to try and, <laughs> I'm going to try and answer that question the best I can. But I'd also love uh, Ryan's opinion because you guys do see so many other MVPs from all these other breweries. So tell me if I'm if I'm way off or whatever. What I love about this is it takes everything that I love about the cold press black, right? That I love the the sort of roasted side, that slightly bitter side that you get from the cold press coffee from Duluth Coffee Company, but then you also get sort of that sweet note, a little chocolate, a little vanilla in there. This ups that, and obviously the the vanilla bean really helps that. And then on top of it, usually when I drink that at home, there's also a little little, little buddy of whiskey on the side. Sure. That's the way to do it. And we're aging it in bourbon barrels. So it's all of the things that I like to drink, all really singing in harmony. And that is the beauty in it. It's not overly whiskey. It's not overly astringent because there's too much coffee or you don't get the... There's a, a few that I've tried around the country that have that like gas station coffee pot. It just got left on a too long burn, kind of thing. A little burn, yeah, a little to, burn it. to it. Okay. This, it really is all of those flavors kind of singing in harmony. And as we've grown, this has just gotten better and better. I, so, I think you nailed it. I mean, it really comes down to the quality of the beer, you know, what they're doing here. Uh, it, it's, it's just what the consumer wants. And when there's... Uh, a limited amount. Of course, people are always going to get more excited about it. They're they're releasing more, but demand is absolutely increasing. You know, in the craft beer industry as a whole, but specifically for this beer, you just see a lot of people talking about it on chat boards, on forums. You know, they want they want the double shot, double black. This is a public service from Ben <laughs> Paddle. What I mean is, there is no way. They can make money on this beer. They can't afford to make a ton of it because it's aged for 15 months in a barrel. I mean, the barrels are super expensive. And the barrels just get more and more expensive. Yeah, and, and mean, all the ingredients, you're doubling everything up. It yeah. just has to be a super, even though dipping the bottle in wax takes a, you know, we have a lot of people do that in this industry. It takes forever. They hate doing it. And it adds probably... 20 cents to every bottle. That has to take a ton of time and a ton of cost. You totally hit it right on the head. Like, I totally want really soft acoustic music in the background. Yeah. Like, this is a therapy session. We here up at Duluth, Minnesota really care about our double shot, double black. <laughs> Hand dipped each bottle. But it really is. Like, I was getting pictures from my coworkers at the brewery, like from ownership on down. Everybody's in an assembly mm -hmm. line. They're hand dipping every one of these bottles. And we're fortunate enough to have a wildly successful company that's putting beer out into the world that's good and it's quality made and it's consistent, but that allows us the ability to do a passion project like this. Mm -hmm. And it, it's kind of a, a, a love note to everybody out there that is drinking our Venture Pills day in and day out, that is out there celebrating the gold medal win for the 14 degree ESB. Those, we make those en masse to get it out to as many people as possible, but we wanna make sure that the people that are that are there day in, day out with Bent Paddle are getting something else special that they can keep in their cellar mm. that's gonna be good next year, that's gonna be fun to drink against last year's vintage and try and see what the differences are and, and what the bottle aging has changed in there and how the ingredients have settled into each other. You know what an Acura NSX is? Acura makes a bunch of standard cars. Mm -hmm. Then they throw out this $200,000 killer sports car. That's what this bottle is. There right? it is. It hey, is. Can we, can we just roll back just for a second there? Did You said gold medal winning 14-degree ESP. <laughs> so I was guy. just trying to just, pass one by. <laughs> Let's Total talk, humble about that for a second. You know what that was? <laughs> that was Ben going, well, at the gym today. Uh, <laughs> I saw a chick walk by. No, go, but no, he, I did he's like right. a thousand. Exactly it's fine. Right. 
But yeah, it's 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 crazy because uh, we we won the bronze and then we won the silver and you you don't expect anything, but that beer like all of our beers the beers just get better because our team in the brewery is killing it day in and day out and the more that we do the more we reinvest in in what we're working on and we're trying to make you know better more consistent beer every time, and when the word came across uh, I was actually at a, a wedding for a good friend of ours and uh, <laughs> I yelled so loud that the groom. Father turned around and thought something was wrong. In and fact, I, I believe you also started one of the bartenders at that wedding. I believe that's true. <laughs> so it was it was fun to celebrate, and it's it's just cool. Um, we can look at all the sales numbers we want, but for for our team in the brewery to get that award, it's just such a special thing. And uh, soon, it's much like the Oscars and the Grammys. You don't actually get to take the gold medal home with you. So you we're, wait, we're, waiting, we're waiting for it. So <laughs> as, as soon as it comes in the mail, we'll take some huge picture with it, I'm sure. Ben Quam with Ben Paddle is the guest here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, a tasting this weekend, Friday at the Minneapolis location from 5 to 7 p.m. and Saturday at White Bear Lake from 3 to 5. We'll have more information on that in just a second. Ben, you mentioned something earlier that I'm interested in. You said you know the, the, the increase, the demand. And the growth of Bent Paddle has been thus the last uh, whatever number of months, number of years, what have you. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've always associated since we've been doing this show, Bent Paddle is a really big brand, but obviously it's got gotten even bigger since then. Well, you know, it's kind of neat. We're we're trying to grow it as organically and as methodically as we can. It started uh, in Duluth with twelve accounts, and then when they could satisfy those twelve accounts, they built twelve more. And they kept going in that direction. And then when they came down to the Twin Cities, it was the same thing. So it's been a, it's been a slow grow, but now we're at a point where we're starting to, to look around the state. And then from there, where do we go? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a neat time for us because, <laughs> well, the first thing you got to do is expand your own area. So uh, sometime 2018, early 2018, somewhere in there, we will be uh, uh, expanding into our new tap room awesome. uh, with our new uh, sort of pilot system. We have a, a seven barrel, 14 keg pilot system that's going to allow uh, Neil and the rest of our brew team to really start doing some fun stuff over there. Charlie will still be overseeing uh, all of the the main brewery stuff. And this will be on the same site that you guys are occupying uh, yeah, right now. across the street. Gotcha. Across the street. Gotcha. So another beautiful, beautiful old building, the Enger & Olson Furniture Manu- Manufacturing Company. Uh, great bones, old brick building, giant timbers in the middle. That we're going to almost quintuple the size in our tap room. You know what's cool about this, too, is you coming from Duluth, you don't have that, oh, that beer's made in Minneapolis, and I'm in St. Paul. I'm not going to carry that on mm-hmm. my... I mean, you, you, everybody accepts Duluth as one of ours, and we don't have that across-the-river boundary thing, right? It's definitely nice, man. It's mm-hmm. it's cool. that the, There are a few people that, when, when we're talking about what's local, that will draw a line around it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if people are going to do that, they're going to do that. Sure. It is what it is. There's always a border to be drawn up somewhere. But... I think that we as Minnesotans all wholeheartedly take on the Lake Superior lore. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, drinking a beer that's made 100% with Lake Superior water is the way to go. That's that's as Minnesotan to me. And I grew up born and raised in South Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. But that that is Minnesota to me. Yeah, I mean it's it's Paul Bunyan. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's they're 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 one and the same. Which, by the way, was my Halloween costume this year, and I killed it. <laughs> I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, Bent Paddle is the featured beer this week, and will be the feature of a tasting uh, Friday in Minneapolis from five to seven. Ryan and Saturday in Wiper Lake from three to five p.m. That's right. Yeah. So we're going to be tasting out all of the main line Bent Paddle, all the beers that you love. Come try these beers again for free, but we'll also have some of their seasonals, one of my favorite beers of all time, and Harness IPA, that beer is available yes. right now. Uh, 
Come try those beers. Buy those beers. We'll be doing the tasting at Minneapolis uh, from 5 to 7 on Friday and 3 to 5 in White Bear on Saturday. And we mention this every time you guys are on, but this is a great opportunity for people that either hear about this uh, particular product on the show or maybe are trying to dabble into some new beers that they haven't had. It's a perfect opportunity because you get to do it for free. It is, yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a fun way, especially as we get into the holidays here, to try some new beers and and think about, you know, what you're going to be bringing to these holiday events, whether it's, you know, dinners or parties, et cetera. So, Ben Paddle is always a good fit for that, and uh, you know, come out to the tasting and, and and remember why. And talk to Paul Bunyan himself. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ben, you mentioned this off the air, but I want to make sure that we fit it in before we run out of time. That you guys are involved uh, in a very cool promotion here in, in in the short future. Yeah, one of the reasons, one of the myriad reasons that I love working for Bent Paddle is their focus on returning the good back into the community. And uh, my good friends over at Eat Street Social came up with a great way to do a, a canned food and blanket drive for those in need. So uh, a week from tonight uh, on the sixteenth. At 7 o'clock, we're doing a quote-unquote closing of the patio. We're going to build a big bonfire outside. Uh, our Duluth cohorts from Viker Distillery are coming down, and we are going to have a bonfire party out there to say goodbye to the patio Sweet. and hopefully bring in some blankets and cans. Uh, they called it uh, Cans for a Cause. They did not allow me to call it Duluth, 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 and Bonfires, which <laughs> I thought was perfect. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to have uh, Bent Paddle on draft. We're going to have Vikra cocktails, and then the the fellow that each street behind the bar are also making bent paddle infused beer cocktails. Oh my. We have a cold pressed black marshmallow going in hot cocoa, son. Mm, it sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, especially when it's going to be 13 degrees outside And you're just standing by tonight. like some random pals just burning outside. You're like, this is great. But if you bring a canned uh, item, you will get a, uh, a hot toddy or a punch. I just oh, got it. Duluth. 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 Duluth and bonfires. Bonfire. I was like, wait a minute, am I an idiot because I don't get it? It took me a second. It just took me a second. Uh, okay, Ben, uh, so this is cool. This is going to be released in the Twin Cities on Monday at various uh, locations. I'm assuming that information will be available at the website? It will. Yes, 100%. So uh, check out the website. Check out your your local bottle shops, your local places. If you're in the Twin Cities here, swing by Elevated uh, and, and get your needs met. Um, because it is such a, a small quantity, uh, some places may not put it out right away so like i said the best thing that you can do and this isn't just for our beer this is for any good beer spirit anything make a relationship with the bottle shop that you go to get to know the people and 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 as soon as you have that relationship maybe they'll clue you in on when the good stuff's coming that's what i like to do and I like to visit my elevator. Yes, you like to make a relationship. Multiple times a week. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, he needs to stop yes. showing up. Does he like, work like, here? My yeah. God. Uh, that's really cool. And is this going to be sampled this weekend, or is that to be determined, or are we not going to say on the air? We're not going to say it on the air. You're going to have to head on down there and find out. Got it. Uh, 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturday in White Bear Lake and Friday 5 to 7 in Minneapolis. Ben, it's always a treat. I love having you on. And uh Continued success with you and with Ben Paddle, my brother. Hey, cheers. All right. And uh, as we mentioned, all those tastings are available. And you guys at Elevated, elevatedbws.com, by the way, is the website. And you guys are all over social media. Right. And that tasting calendar is packed right now. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, check out what's going on on elevatedbws.com. And always check out our Facebook pages every Thursday night for new brew releases. There's a lot of cool stuff every single week. And you guys do a great job of tying in things Based upon the time of the year, too. Right, yeah. I mean, we're always trying to stay relevant to the seasonality and and, uh, and, and new releases, et cetera. So there's, you know, if, if, if it's available, 
99% chance you're going to find it elevated as soon as it is. Yeah, awesome. And uh, on behalf of Mike Frenaloni, I'm uh, very glad that you and Tom made it back home alive from Las Thank Vegas. You. Tommy Jackpots. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run. And you can find more information online at the Beer Show page at 1500ESPN.com. It's Frenaloni. It's Reavers. This, my friends, is the Beer Show. How to like beer. You're tuned in to the Beer Show. Taste your beer. Letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our buddy Jeff from Northern Brewer, who has not been busy whatsoever. We dusted him <laughs> off and we brought him in here because this is a big week for you guys at Northern Brewer. It's going to be the soft opening? Soft opening soft on opening. Saturday at 9 a.m. Are been, we ready? We're going to be... Uh, Do we have is, a choice? What is today? Our 10th day being closed? No, 11th day being closed. We're closed again tomorrow. Sorry about that. But uh, we have literally gutted that entire Minneapolis store, started over again, and we are uh, excited to show all of you, uh, our current homebrew customers and anybody else uh, who is a prospective homebrew customer, to come and see the store and check out the cool, cool new store so that we're about to launch. Just Minneapolis is Just closed. the Minneapolis Saint store. St. Paul's still open. Um, so no problems there. They're open regular hours tomorrow if you need anything, and of course over the weekend as well. Um, but I just assume that all of our St. Paul customers are going to come over and check out Minneapolis. And on, for on those Saturday. that might be listening to this that aren't familiar with you guys, which I don't know how is possible, uh, given given our relationship and our history together, you know, you guys are the ones that get people off the ground, and the, and those that want to see their start and their idea and their creation just come to light uh, for home brewing. And right. you guys have gotten a lot of really infamous people off the ground and up and running by just simply saying, hey, just try it. Just do it at home for a little bit and see what see what happens. That's exactly right. Northern Brewer is the largest home brewing and winemaking supply company in the United States, and we're based right here out of Roseville, Minnesota. We always have been. Um, the St. Paul uh, retail store that's on Grand Avenue just west of Lexington has been there since, uh, what, 22 years, I think, something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're the guys that um, we're we're responsible, whether uh, responsibly or not, have started <laughs> most of the uh, the craft beer movement in the Twin Cities here. We're and really when you think of that. that, like you said, you're the largest in America. Yep. You've been in business how many years? Uh, 22 years. At least, so like 22. Mm-hmm. No one was really doing that 22 years ago, right? right? It was right. really a, It was also oddity. illegal. <laughs> was it? I mean, it's like, no, I mean, it was legalized in the late 70s. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it was hard to get ingredients. Uh, a lot of the home brewers, you know, from the, um, the early 80s uh, and also the, uh, the early 90s is... Um, craft beer, the first edition of craft beer kind of tried to make its way uh, into the market. You know, a lot of people would come uh, home from either uh, deployment or they'd travel and they realized that um, some delicious, delicious <laughs> tasting beer um, was being made in other parts of the world. Um, a lot of times it was the UK or it was Germany or um, Czech Republic, of course. So a lot of these wonderful European kind of continental style lagers or Hefeweizens or the ales of of, um, of uh, the UK are beers with a lot different flavor or a lot more flavor um, than some of the domestic uh, light lagers that we had here that was mass produced yeah. in the 22 States. years ago, there just wasn't much out there. So a lot of people came back and they're like, I want to be able to make a beer like the one that I tried internationally. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the ingredients were very limited. A lot of times it was just malt extract. You can still brew that way, but the ingredients are much fresher. Um, and hops were very limited. You know, you can get UK Goldings, which is a very uh, popular UK hop. But, you know, other than that, I mean, you can get Fuggles, which is something that people don't really wait, brew wait, with wait. very much anymore. Fuggle hops, Fuggles. I'm yeah. pretty sure you just... Get some penicillin, and they go right away. <laughs> really? Yes. Is that what it is? Is that what you had? I the think other day? so. Yeah. yeah, she was worth it. Yeah, oh, great. Um, so you were mentioning, you know, the legality part of it, which I always find interesting because I get educated doing this show, and I don't. I'm not that familiar, which is why sure. I have you guys on to explain mm-hmm. these things to me, which I'm I, I'm guessing a lot of listeners do too. But 
you know, it was it was legal to brew a beer, but maybe not to sell it or and whatnot. So walk me and Mike through that timeline. Well, homebrew legalization happened under the Carter administration, I think 1979. So before that, it was not legal to, to homebrew. To homebrew, really. I mean, people would make beer all the time, but. Uh, you know, this was this was a big part of. But it was Royce's dad in his basement in Fulton, Minnesota. Well, I mean, people yeah. still did it. You know, <laughs> well, just, just like having a still today, you, know. you still can't make spirits. Yep, you can't. It, that's a major uh, misconception out there, but it's still illegal mm-hmm. um, to home distill. Um, I have customers that say, "Yeah, but my dad's been doing it for twenty years." I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah." Maybe don't say that. You out should loud. have him arrested. A colleague of mine <laughs> responds by saying, "Yeah, well, my dad drives sixty and a fifty-five. Yeah. So, but you know, so uh, so you can't do that. But you can make beer. You can make wine. You can make cider. Um, we also get into kombucha now. Um, we're also doing uh, cold pressed coffee. We do sodas as well. So, um, one of the coolest features of this new store that we're going to be launching on Saturday is that we will have a small tasting bar um, with a six ca- a six tap kegerator that's being installed. Really nice micromatic kegerator from our friends down in uh, uh, McChesney Park, Illinois. So will this be so. people that have purchased uh, products at your store, went home brewed, and now want to come sample it to people? Or is this going to be you know guys from established breweries that are coming to try to test out new, new These stuff? These are going to be beers that the staff at Northern Brewer has made, either in-house recipes of ours so or pros. Other, other creative yeah. recipes. That, except for um, you. Except for me, of course. <laughs> Um, but there are things, you know, they're going to be examples of some of our SP kits because people come in and say, you know, I, I'm not sure about that. Maybe it's too hoppy for me. I'd really like to try it. But I, do you guys have one? And oh, sorry. No, we don't. But now we have this opportunity. Um, you know, of course, we can't sell beer. We'll no longer we won't. We'll, we've never been able to sell beer and we won't be able to sell a full pint. Um, mm-hmm. We can't sell the beer, but we can give you a taste of something uh, if you're interested in that. So, you know, any of the, you know, sale uh, recipes that we put on or anything that's seasonal, especially just like the breweries would do, you know, in October, we're going to have an Oktoberfest. And nice. uh, in the, you know, uh, in December, we're going to have, you know, some kind of holiday spiced ale. Um, and we get in the spring, we're going to start lightening things up into maybe Hefeweizens and cream ales. So did you so hear that, we'll Mike? we be able to do all that. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to the bar, let's just, just go, go to Northern. Let's right. just Absolutely. get hammered for free. That's you know, right. okay, I have a, I have a question. <laughs> Because I know this uh, kombucha thing is becoming sort of a big deal. It is. And uh, it, that stuff's not cheap. When you go to like any place, it's three bucks for a bottle. And you're right. Or it's more. getting popular. It's five it's or get, six dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's even more. Exactly. Yeah. It's five or six. Can I, uh, how is the process of making kombucha uh, affordable at, at Midwest? So you make a green tea or a black tea. Okay. Just as you would if you're going to make a hot tea, right? Mm-hmm. But you make a little bit more of it and it's a larger volume than just your single cup at sure. a time. So you make maybe a gallon at a time. That's pretty standard size for kombucha makers. So you're basically going to boil up a gallon's worth of tea. You're going to add a little bit of sugar to it and let it dissolve in there. You're going to cool it down. You're going to put it into a smaller fermenter, usually a one-gallon jug or, um, you know, we there's a number of different vessels. Even a two-gallon bucket or something like mm-hmm. that will be fine. Um, you have a culture that you put in there called a SCOBY. So it stands for Symbiotic Culture of Bacteria and Yeast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is um, a lot of the same yeast that we use for brewing that helps uh, ferment just a little bit. Now, the, the sugar that's in there doesn't create a highly alcoholic product. Sure. It's maybe 0.5% at the most. It's Which not is very most much kombucha, at all. right? It's, it's very, very yeah. low. That's why you can buy it in the grocery store mm-hmm. and you never get carded for it. It's less than five, less than 0.5%. But it also has a culture of some of the same mixed cultured um, bacterias that uh, we often see sometimes in the uh, sour beer. Um, categories in the breweries. So some kind of, you know, some kind of um, acetic acid producing bacteria. This Remember, that's vinegar, right? Sure. So uh, kombucha has that vinegar taste to it because it is actually acetic acid. So that's also formed during the process. So uh, this culture, this SCOBY goes in there. 
and that ferments for about a week to two weeks or so. Um, depends on how young the SCOBY is, but you basically develop a new SCOBY every time you make a batch. So mm -hmm. if you have friends out there that want to try this too, don't throw your SCOBY out. You can give that to a friend. It's a really weird, spongy, kind of interesting consistency of micro okay. micro mess. But um, it makes this cool little kind of funky, kind of acidic um, uh, drink that... Could, uh, could you make the alcohol content higher? Could I have like... You could. Four and a half percent. Okay, Michael Floyd. I mean, no. I mean, could you do that? Yep, you absolutely could. You could add more sugar. Um, oh, I knew I'd make neat. Manny yep, laugh. You with absolutely that one. can. <laughs> um, and uh, and people do that sure. uh, successfully. So yes, you absolutely can. So that's fun. I, that's you were you were rallying off you know some of the home kits and one that I that's that, that piqued my curiosity is is ciders because I've yep. I've personally seen. Much like the craft beer explosion, you know, ciders has kind of gone the same way. Maybe not to the same extent or the same level that craft beer has, yep. but people are very interested in ciders. Are you seeing kind of that same thing with you guys at Northern Brewery? Ciders have really taken off, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, five years ago when I started at Northern Brewery, yes, we had some customers that would come in. They'd buy some yeast from us or maybe a little extra sugar to boost their cider that they were sourcing from the orchard somewhere locally, right? I mean, it's apple country up here, so, mm -hmm. you know, cider is very popular, apple pie and all that stuff. But um, now we're seeing five years later, especially with, um, you know, I mean, you guys have had uh, Jim Watkins on from Sociable Cider Works mm -hmm. and some of the other cideries as well. Um, it's very, very popular right now. And, you know, the other thing is, too, they can be made um, gluten-free. Uh, they're not incredibly hoppy or not hoppy at all, really. And most of the time, they don't have hops in them. So sometimes that bitterness kind of uh, scares people away from beer. Um, even a, a very lightly bittered beer sometimes is too much uh, bitterness for some drinkers. So the cider is very popular. It's it's really easy to do. Um, is it easier than beer? It's much easier. There's no Re boiling process. Oh, and okay. Usually the fermentation is a little bit shorter unless you keep on adding more and more sugar for higher alcohol. But, you know, you can go out to Cub Foods or Kowalski's or whatever in source. Uh, there's a cider you can buy on the shelf by the gallon that's called Indian Summer. Um, it is pasteurized, which is great, but you can also uh, – it it's not going to be um, – uh, preserved. So uh, it will ferment, right? Whatever that's in that jug is not living. It's been pasteurized, mm -hmm. but it's not stabilized to the point where if you add yeast to it, it'll still ferment. So sure. you take you that. Start we, the process we do that for our cider classes. We'll bring in three or five gallons of that and um, we'll mix it up into a sanitized fermenter. We'll add a little bit of nutrient. It's kind of given it its vitamins a little bit so the yeast have something healthy to work with. We'll add some yeast. Maybe we'll add a little bit of sugar, maybe some brown sugar, maybe some Belgian candy sugar. Other flavorings. Cinnamon sometimes goes in really well. Um, mm -hmm. You can add anything in there. And then uh, you let it ferment for about a week to two weeks, and then you can bottle it. If you want it bottle conditioned, then you just uh, put it into a bottle, wait another uh, seven to ten days or so, and you're probably pretty How good. do you know what the alcohol content is? So we have de we have devices for that. Okay. We have hydrometers and refractometers. Or do you and all just sorts say, I had things. four of them and I'm hammered. So, exactly. <laughs> you know, an apple cider, if you don't, or a hard cider, if you don't add any extra sugar to it, is probably going to be somewhere between four and maybe five and a half percent, something okay. like that. So pretty sessionable. But, like I said, you can add sugar to it, and you can you can really ramp it up to six mm. or seven percent, and, and there's I other just, ways to get it higher. I guess I was just kind of correlating it with my own purchasing and buying habits, and that you know, a couple of years ago, I would buy a cider here and there, but now I, I routinely will buy them because it's kind of a nice break from IPA, IPA, I, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I, And I think that I'm not alone in that, that that people all the time are kind of mixing. He counts that as repertoire. one of his fruts and vegetable it's, courses, see? too. See? <laughs> yes. I think I've it's had my vegetables refreshing. today. <laughs> yep, it's very refreshing. I mean, obviously, most of them are sparkling, so they're they're uh, carbonated. Um, they have a little bit of acidity to them. They have a little bit of tannin to them. And that tannin, like in a red wine, that kind of coats your teeth and makes your teeth kind of fuzzy, mm -hmm. right? So a little bit of that is kind of nice. Um, it adds some mouthfeel. Uh, so, yeah, the cider industry is great. We can help you with that, too, to make it at home, so... Come and talk to us. All right, uh, Jeff Northern Brewer, before we run out of time here, uh, the, the soft opening is happening this Saturday this at the Saturday, Minneapolis location. 9 a.m. at 6021 Lindell, right across the street from Bachman's, uh, one block north of Peter's Billiards. 9 a.m., come see us. Grand opening on the 18th. 
So next Saturday's grand opening, we're going to have a lot of different fun things on tap. We're going to have a lot of fun things going on in the store. We're going to have Nate Dogs on site from 11 to 1, slinging nice. free hot dogs for the first 75 people that come in. So come and see us either this Saturday, get a sneak peek of it, or come out for the grand opening on the 18th starting at 9 a.m. All right, get some rest, man. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs> okay. uh, that's Jeff with Northern Brewer, and you can find out more information online at northernbrewer.com. It's Reavers. It's Fratelloni. We have one segment to go. Do not touch that radio dial. This is The Beer Show. You're tuned in to The Beer Show yeah, I can fix them. on 1500 ESPN. Final segment of the beer show here on 1500 ESPN. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and oh boy, look at there. It's one of our good friends, Don, with the Lakeville Brewing Company, and uh, he is in studio right now. How have you been, man? Fantastic. Um, so we were just talking off the air about uh, some of the people that I've introduced to Lakeville Brewing Company. They're near and dear in my neck of the woods down in Faribault, Minnesota, my hometown. Um, you guys have a lot that's happening at Lakeville, but the one thing, and Mike mentioned this right before we went on the air, that we should mention is you guys are different. You guys are a brew pub as opposed to just being a regular tap room, and you guys serve food. And by the way, your food is spectacular. Thank you. Yes, the the, the brew pub designation, most people don't understand it. Uh, we're allowed to brew beer on site and sell on site. We can also have a full liquor license and a full restaurant operating, but the only downside is that we can't distribute. So sure. our location is the only place you can get it. Um, but it's fantastic fresh beer and, and fresh food. And, and of course we have guest taps and a, and a full bar as well. And I know that one of the things you have to do is you're constantly evolving and constantly changing, introdu- introducing new items, maybe taking some away. I swear to God, if you take the Ruben nachos off the menu, we are going to have a problem. <laughs> I promise. Okay, good. Okay, so here, here's what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning like a really good restaurant, oh. right? And I'm envisioning a tap room. Well, this is a marriage of those. So mm-hmm. like you can't turn to your wife and your two children and say, oh, let's go to a tap room tonight because your kids are going to say, well, what, what are we going to do to eat? And you don't want to say, you don't want to go to a really good restaurant and not have a good craft beer. This is a symbiotic relationship of both. Right? And, and see, Mike, what we're going to do yes. is you're going to take the girls, I'm going to take the boys, and we're going to have a date night down oh, there sometime. Oh, is that what we're going to do? The food is spectacular. I mean, my, my kids, who are as picky as any kids are, with yes. any, I have a kid that doesn't like ketchup. That's how picky <laughs> oh, my that's, kids that's are. That's almost impossible. And they both, I mean, the, you satisfied four of the pickiest eaters on the planet. So, I mean, what an easy thing. You can turn to your wife and say, yeah. hey, honey, let's go to a tap room. In your mind, you're going to a tap room. But she's like, oh, we're going to a restaurant we can eat. Do you ha- Is it a family place? I mean, oh, is God. This- Absolutely. Fa- family focus. And uh, so the co-owners and, and my wife and I, you know, we, we've, you know, we've, both of us have kids and uh, pick eaters as well, you know, and we'd, we'd, we'd go through all kinds of arguments, you know, driving the car. Where are we going to go out sure. to dinner? The kids would not be able to decide. And then noodles, wherever we'd get, wherever we'd go, they'd order the same oh, yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> like chicken fingers or chicken fingers. Yes, like, it doesn't matter <laughs> where you get those. Right, right. So uh, we wanted to focus on having, you know, the stuff that the kids want to have and making it the best possible, you know, nothing out of a box. We make everything in the back. Um, very sensitive to allergies. Uh, we have a couple of families that come in just because of the special attention we put to making sure that it's an allergy-free meal that that gets uh, uh, you know gets provided. Um, so your kids can have French fries if they're gluten-free because they're in the right oil and all almost that jazz. almost brought tears to our eyes the one time. Uh, you know, mom thanked us. That, so this is the first time that my sons had French fries in four years. That's oh, because you awesome. can confirm this oil doesn't touch anything else. Absolutely, and, yeah, yeah, that's separate fryer, a separate prep area. Yeah. We wash everything up. We, brand new cut cutting board, brand new. Knife, That's everything. a big deal because I have some friends. My my girlfriend Nicole, her daughter is gluten free, and we'll go places and we'll say, "Hey, is, are the fl- fries gluten free?" And they look at us like, oh, "I have no idea if they're gluten free." It's like, "Well, a fry starts gluten free. Do you do anything to it to add gluten?" I have no idea. It's like, "Oh, well, 
we guess we can't get fries. Right. Know, it's a big deal. But uh, uh, but on the flip side of that too, that mom, I guarantee, has been back to like, the brewing company. And will continue to. Oh, that we just go back to the kitchen and say he's back. And we're like, All right, <laughs> they got to start prepping the area. They know exactly what to put together for him. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. You know, and by the way, Mike, uh, b- based upon our date, I will order two orders of Ruben nachos that they will think one is for me and one is for you, but they will both be mine. Are they that good? Yeah. Oh my god, really? I, it's my. I mean, I don't know how popular it is with other people, but it's mm-hmm. my personal favorite item that's on the menu it's it's high enough to the top of our (laughs) (laughs) items ordered that it's not not at risk of going away you know what's nice about it is is it sounds super good for you too yeah oh it's just Uh, they sound delicious anything super delicious sounding probably isn't the best i I knew it was a bad day to miss lunch yeah yeah. Um, (laughs) all right so uh, a couple of things i want to get to before we run out of time obviously don uh lakeville brewing company here in the guest on the beer show 1500 espn bottle releases let's talk about this i i got a, a sneak peek in the green room at a couple of them, and they look, first of all, they look beautiful. I've got to imagine the beer is just as good. We're super excited about being able to do this. So, you know, we have the crowlers for our off sales, but there are some beers that you just want to put some special attention to and get them preserved nice and have them and, you know, presented well for off sales. One of them was our, our barley wine. We did our first release back um, uh, back in July, uh, and that was when uh, our head brewer, Reese, mm-hmm. uh, moved on and um uh, very happy for him. He's found you know more and more opportunities and and growing his career as a brewer. Now, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that was just a joke. <laughs> just um, a joke. Reavers, you can laugh at that. I did. Okay, whatever. And then when Reese shows up, I'm going to have him answer to you. So this was your first. This was your first barley wine. So this was our first barley wine. Okay. Um, and, and of course, you know, since we're a brew pub and we have uh, the liquor, we we stock some craft regional uh, bourbon uh, called Cody Road Bourbon. It's from Mississippi River Distilling down in Iowa. And they they loaned us some barrels to use, so we aged in uh, bourbon barrels. Um, it's uh, very complex, you know, full flavor, everything you expect out of a barley wine, nice and smooth. And so we did our first release in July, uh, named it uh, our Bon Voyage as a, as a tribute to Reese. Nice. Um, and we've got another another set of bottles that's going to be released, as you can imagine, in the space that we have. We're pretty small. Uh, this is all bottled by hand. Uh, we don't have space for the big machines and whatnot. I was so going to ask it if takes, you guys added some space, but obviously not. <laughs> it takes a while to, you know, fill the bottles, get them get them capped properly, wax tipped, all that. But you number stuff. these bottles too. I mean, they're they're craft special bottles. Something to save. You you could save it. Yes, yeah. this is something that will age well. Mm. Uh, makes a great gift, I think. And uh, uh, we're doing our second release on Black Friday, along with all the other, all the other specials we have going on. I thought day. your one barley wine was named Bon, bon Voyage. Is, am I not saying that right? But I thought it was named that because it's 14.9%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, here, you're drinking this. Goodbye, you're hammered. <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you later. <laughs> yeah. You've had one. Lay down. Was there, a, was there a lot of request for that style of beer, or is that something that you guys just kind of set out on, on a mission? Just obviously, knowing that people were going to come and, and people are going to come to your spot specifically to buy off sale. Well, it wasn't a specific request. It was a desire that our, our brewers wanted to do. And we, we do our best to try to do a broad range of beers. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we always have our 210 light lager on. And that's, you know, there, there's a group of people that that's the style of beer they like. And, yeah, I'll have a sip of that IPA. Not my thing. Sure. Sip of that stout. Not my thing. Give me a light beer. That's that's what's good for me. I know Mary in our office the night the day that we did the GL broadcast, or not broadcast, but the GL event out there. That was back, was that in June? That was in June. Was. Yeah. That's Mary came back the next day and she would 
wouldn't stop talking to me about it. And I'm like, Mary, I got to go on the air. So stop talking. To me. <laughs> but, but no, she's, she, she absolutely loved that beer. We sell a ton of it. Um, that's one of the reasons why we had to add more for manners as uh, we, uh, we go, we're going through in so much and that we didn't have time uh, or capacity to be able to brew any more seasonals or as many of different varieties as we wanted. Um, but yeah, the, the barley wine was one that that's on our, on our list, uh, uh Belgian quad that we just released. Um, that was a collaboration with All Saints Church, celebrating the 140th anniversary. So we were super psyched to to be asked to. Where is that in Lakeville? Where's the All Saints Church? Uh, well, they're up right at the top of the hill, so uh, right by uh, 50 and Holyoke. Um, You've never been there. Either. No, well, I, oh, that's my that's my, so it's just oh. past the Target. Am I thinking or am I going the wrong no, way? No, you're going the wrong way. So okay. it's right past City Hall. Oh, okay, that way. I'm going. Yeah. The, I was going west, and you're talking about going east. Forty so year old church in Lakeville. That's there must have been nothing else around. It, it, well, right? it was it was a center point of the downtown community. Mm-hmm. The the old All Saints Church is now the uh, uh, the Lakeville Arts Center, okay. um, which is why they have as their logo that nice beautiful stained glass uh, image on the front. And, cool. You know, they kept that. Um, so we, we were asked to brew a beer. Uh, they were trying to do something to involve the community in celebrating their anniversary more. And, um, you know, we were happy to do that and made a and little fundraiser as well. And what says that more perfectly than yeah. booze? Hey. What, you know, every <laughs> pressure comes in and you get a bottle of booze. Yeah, right. I it love makes that. The, it makes the uh, tithing a little bit easier when you send around the oh, basket. They, they packed our place for brunch. I tell you really? that last Sunday when we released the bottles. We have brunch every Saturday and Sunday. That's one of the things we're, you know, trying to invite more people to come out. We've had brunch since we opened. Um, uh, a very unique menu. Um, uh, fried chicken Benedict is one of the unusual items uh, about as popular as Reuben nachos. Uh, we do uh, uh, pancake battered sausage and bacon mm, uh, pancake served with maple butter. Sausage and bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I Either I'm super hungry or these are sounding really, really well, good. And I, I guess hash. I was uh, unfamiliar with the fact that you guys have done brunch since you opened your doors. I did not know that. Yeah, that was uh, one of the original items, our, you know, our, our executive chef, my partner, Glenn. Um, that's one of the things he definitely wanted to offer. You guys are always busy, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and have a public service. If you want to try Lakeville Brewing, go for brunch. Because he just said they're trying to get more people in, so you might have a chance to get in, right? What a perfect opportunity. Well, I was going to say, too, uh, because given your guys' location is so perfect, right, basically in the heart of downtown Lakeville, that that's got to be a po- – even brunch has got to be a popular destination for people. Yeah, it, 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 it's been building up. Um, but we've been relying mostly on word of mouth advertising. Sure. You know, we've you know put a couple of things in the, in the local church bulletins, and um, it's, been, it's been growing over time, so – we're happy to have more people. We got lots of space. All right, we got three minutes left, and I want to hear about everything else that's new with you guys done at Lakeville Brewing Company. All right, well, <clears throat> Black Friday, we're doing our, our our special. There's lots of shopping downtown Lakeville, so we want to invite lots of people to come down. Uh, we're gonna have free hot cocoa for the kids. Uh, we are taking collections, uh, donations for food bank. Um, we had a fantastic response to our uh, you know request for for donations for Puerto Rico. Um, uh, just, just a little while ago. So we were able to fill up a truck and a half of stuff. It was wow. amazing. The response Congratulations. that we got. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that, that the people that trust your company enough and they say, Hey, I'm going to give you this, right. And I'm going to enjoy my time here. People don't do that to companies they don't trust. You don't give a donation to someone you that's don't trust, point. right? Oh, so yeah. that's, that's a good sign for you. We were just pleased that people thought of us. They said, hey, we need a location. Can we set up and have your place to, to come collect some Perfect. things and take care of our families? And um, it was uh, it was just nice to be able to support that. So we're going to be collecting food again, support the local food shelves. As I said, we're doing that second release of the barley wine. We're going to have specials on merchandise and gift packages. Um, 
I think I already said this, free hot cocoa for the mm-hmm. kids. Yep. <laughs> uh, and we got live music from one to four. Daniel Switch is uh, cool. one of our uh, regular uh, performers there. Really quick question, uh, because you know I've been to your place a number of times, and I I love the outdoor portion of where you can go outside during the summer and in, in the late fall this time of the year. Does that does that kind of go away for the winter months, or do you guys incorporate that throughout even through uh, through the cold months here too? Well, I, I I'd love to say there's a norm. This is I mean we've been open for just over a year. This is we're coming into our second winter. But mm-hmm. one thing we did decide to do uh, a couple weeks ago is to really take care of our yard to get it prepared for next spring. So we we cut off access to the grass. It's just it. a patio area. Uh, we did a lot of effort to to reseed and retreat the soil and get everything prepared to go. Because it's a beautiful space. But we we do have some plans. Uh, we're expecting if it's a heavy snow year and it's nice, you can expect to have some things out there. Cool. Some of the ideas being thrown around are an ice bar, snowman building contest. Uh, a lot of a lot of things that we can pull luge. off. Luge, I'd get a luge. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, Don, always appreciate you coming on, man. You're you're one of the best in the business and a, and a favorite here on the beer show. Uh, people want to f- maybe they're hearing about you guys for the first time. Want to seek you guys out? Hours uh, and, and availability. Where can they find that information? Think, find us on Facebook, Lakeville Brewing. Find us uh, our website, LakevilleBrewing.com. Uh, our Twitter handle is at Lakeville Brew. Awesome. Continued success, my friend. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Mike, that is going to do it for this week's edition of The Beer Show, sir. You are the best, Reavers. I'm not going to dispute that. (laughs) I am the best. Uh, If you missed any portion of the program, you can always check out the podcast, and you can find it online at 1500ESPN.com. You can also check it out on Podcast One. We are the newest member of the 1500ESPN family to join Podcast One. And we'll be back again next Thursday night. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning into the show this week. The Dan Levitard Show is up next right here on the Home of Sports Talk in the Twin Cities. We are 1500 ESPN. Until next Thursday night, cheers.